Hey y'all, hey, it's your girl Nuke and thanks for tuning in to Mama Nuke's podcast. So today's episode is our monthly check-ins and if you are new here, monthly check-ins are just days where we check in with each other to see how we are doing mentally, physically, and emotionally. The reason why I started these check-ins is because I'm a strong believer in checking in on your loved ones and friends when it comes to our mental health, especially since I'm a person who does suffer from depression. So I try to make it a point to come on here to spread some kind of awareness about it, but also making these selected days safe spaces where people can come on here and share what's going on with themselves. I also want everyone to know that I would I am leaving an open discussion at the end of this episode so people can write me about how they are doing. By the way, there are a couple of things that I like to inform everyone about before having an open discussion with me, which is number one, I am not a certified therapist or counselor. Number two, anything shared here will be confidential. I will not post your comments unless you give me permission to do so. But for the most part, all conversations are just between me and the person who posts under the discussion. Um, Number three, you don't have to be diagnosed with any form of mental illness to share your thoughts here. And finally, number four, I just want people to have a place to speak their minds without feeling judged. So with that being said, let me do what I do and do my monthly check-ins with you guys, which to be honest was a whole different conversation that I had planned for y'all all. But me listening to the radio this morning changed my whole check-in for this month. So let me tell you guys what happened. So this morning, I decided to listen to the radio when I was on my way to drop off Noah, which I find kind of crazy because I haven't listened to the radio since my episode called Ghosting, which was back at the beginning of the year in January. I mean, I love listening to the radio, but sometimes they just do too much for um they do too much for me. Either they're repeating songs I hate or they have these long ass commercial breaks and it's like either you guys are going to have the morning talk show or play some goddamn music that I actually like. So like I was saying, I don't listen to the radio as much because it's just it's a lot. So yeah, I clicked on the radio and I heard someone crying, which isn't unusual when listening to 94.5 because they also have um, check-ins. They have like these morning check-ins where people call in to see what's going on, well, to say what's going on in their life, just the same way that I do with these monthly check-ins. Some people call to talk about how blessed they are to be alive. Some people call to talk about how stressful life is. Or some people call just to promote just to promote their businesses that benefits the community. But usually when I hear someone crying, it isn't uncommon. But the reason why I decided to continue to listen is because I noticed it was one of the hosts crying. And if you guys listen to 94.5, Ashley is always upbeat and making everyone laugh or just encouraging people in every situation which is why I started listening to the morning talk show. But this morning, I felt her on so many levels because she was talking about how she just had her second miscarriage. And she was saying how hard it was to come on the show to smile and laugh when deep down she was hurting and she felt alone in this world. And y'all, when I heard this lady crying, I cried along with her to the point that I cried my waterproof lashes off. I cried because I know how it feels to lose a baby. 
I didn't have and I didn't have a miscarriage, but I had something extremely close to it. So I sympathize with her a lot. And I get where she's coming from and the things that she was saying. So it was just but also it was a lot for me. Like this morning really brought back so many thoughts and memories that I thought I had under control, but I clearly didn't, even though it's been years since I, you know, lost my baby. And like I tell people all the time, even though it was years ago, the feeling of losing a child never goes away. It can be over 40 years ago and it can still affect you and hurt you the same way. And if you never lost a child, you may not really understand that hurt and that feeling. So with that being said, you guys already know <laughs> I had to do a quick story time and give you all, you know, I don't really get personal with myself, but I was just like, you know what? This is a very tough, touchy conversation. Um, let me give them a quick story time about me. So with that being said, here we go. So when I was 22 years old, I'm about to be 30 in June, um, I had an atopic pregnancy. And for those who don't know what atopic pregnancy is, it's when um, the fertilized egg implants itself outside of the uterus, which in my case, the fertilized egg implanted in the middle of one of my fallopian tubes, um, which caused that fallopian tube to burst and to rupture to the point that when it ruptured and broke, um, I lost the baby. I was too much pregnant at the time. I think it was like two or three days before I became three months pregnant. Um, not only did I lose a child, but once I woke up from my emergency surgery because they had to give me a surgery because of, you know, the ruptured fallopian tube, I was informed that I would never, ever be able to have a child again because, number one, they had to surgically remove that burst fallopian tube, which left me with only one. And number two, they found out that that last fallopian tube, the second one, was also damaged. So they were just like, I will probably never be able to have a baby again because it's no good. The same thing's going to happen. And when I tell you guys, I was destroyed. I was a mess and destroyed in a mess are words that will never be able to describe how I really felt. To be honest, there's actually no words that I can use to describe my feelings and the thoughts that were running through my head. And if you ever had and if you ever lost a child or had a miscarriage, including abortion, you know how it feels to lose a child. You know the feeling that I'm talking about. But so after I lost the baby, I withdrew, like withdraw myself from everyone. I legit took my payments and I slept and I refused to do anything else. I believe it took me like three months or more where I told myself that I needed some type of help. So I checked myself into counseling because I wasn't eating, I wasn't talking, and I just couldn't stop crying because when I seen children or families together, it made me had like the worst meltdowns ever, which caused me to shelter myself even more in the house. Like I didn't want to come out at all because I would see a family and I'll be like, you know what? That could have been me. And that tore me to pieces. And so like I was saying, I did the counseling and I did the counseling. I think my, I was like so tore up that they were like, um, you had to have counseling two days out of the week. I think it started off with three days out of the week, then it moved down to two, and then it became 
one once a week when they felt more comfortable with me not having so many counseling sessions. But I think I was like my fifth session in when I was diagnosed with depression, which to this day has never went away. Like it came knocking on my door and it stayed forever. And that was back when I was 22 years old. Um, like I said, the depression came and never went away. And I honestly don't even have to be thinking about the baby for me to go downhill and have an episode when I feel depressed. But y'all, the point that I'm trying to get at here is that, number one, I wanted to tell you guys a little bit more about my depression and how it came about. Number two, I wanted to talk about miscarriages because, yes, it's talked about, but it's not really talked about because it's a touchy conversation Number three, if you, if not you, if I can be open about a touchy conversation such as this one and spread awareness, then that's what I'm going to do. I just want women and men to know that they aren't the only ones who's suffering from this same or similar situation of losing a baby. I want people to know it's okay to talk about it. I want people to know this doesn't happen that this does happen and it's more common than people actually realize. And that's something that I actually had to learn myself once I had it atop of pregnancy. Like I used to beat myself up over losing a child because I felt like something was wrong with me because no one else actually talked about it. No one ever talked about losing a child. But you know what's crazy? When I became older um, and more comfortable enough to talk about my situation, um... I came in contact with a lot of people, including friends that I went to school with who had similar stories with the loss of their children as well. And they would say the same thing, that they never shared what was going on with them because they felt like no one else was going through it, which is why I love, 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 love talking about touchy conversations so people are aware that they are not the only ones going through shit. Or I shouldn't say shit. They're not the only ones going through these type of situations. I'm not saying it's going to be easier on the person, but it's something about hearing another person say that they understand what you're going through and they can sympathize with you. And it does make it make it does make you feel a little bit better. And I know it sounds crazy, but if you've been through the loss of a child then you can understand what I'm talking about or at least sympathize what I'm trying to say. But anyways, y'all, I'm not going to get into deep with this conversation. I just want to talk about this topic because shit really broke my soul today hearing that host cry on the air for thousands of people to hear, which means that she couldn't take it anymore. And I felt that. I got it. Like, I understood. And you don't have to lose a child to have felt how that lady felt or sympathize with her or I don't know it was just something about her cry and the things that she was saying that made me think like if this has never happened to me then other people were listening were just like damn I get it even though they never lost a child like you can still sympathize with a person and still understand someone's pain and hurt that they're going through 
So I had to do this episode, guys. I just had to do it, even though it's a touchy conversation. I just had to do it because I had to give a shout out to Ashley. I'm pretty sure she's <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's never going to hear this podcast, but still, um, I still want to do it for the people who are listening and other women and men who are going through this shit. So but anyways, I want to give a shout out to Ashley because little does she know she's letting other women know that they are not the only ones going through this. She's letting other people know that miscarriages are real. It can happen to anyone. And she came out here to share a personal situation with us. So Ashley, honey, listen up. I feel you, boo, and keep your head up. Better days are going to come. It may take a little while for you to get yourself together or to feel like better days are going to come, but they are. Believe me, I've been through it. It may take years. It may take decades. I don't know. I know it took me years. I think it took me, like I said, I lost a baby when I was 22 years old. And I thought, I still think about it to this day. I'm about to be 30 years old. It still hurts me, but it doesn't hurt me as much because I think now that I have Noah, that replaced the hurt. But it took me years to actually be able and comfortable enough to to talk about the loss of my child. Um, I think the first time that I actually vocally talked about it was maybe like 2017 when I met Ariana, my best friend. And I had told her, I don't know how we got on the conversation, but I had told her like, girl, I only have one fallopian tube. And she was like, what? And I told her the whole situation. I think she was actually one of the first people I talked to about it outside of my family because I don't know, I just felt comfortable enough. She just made me feel comfortable enough to talk about it. And ever since then, I was able to talk about it with any and everybody because I felt comfortable enough to let people know. And make people aware of, you know, shit that went on with me, you know, and I sympathize with other people to be able to tell them like, hey, guys, this happened to me. You know, I understand if you want to talk about it. I'm here. I'm not here to judge you. But anyways, that's why I also did this, you know, this podcast to let you guys know if you're going through it, I understand. But anyways, y'all, that's the monthly check in. I know it's a little bit different compared to how I usually do things. I usually come on here and talk about what's going on with me. But I kind of felt like it also played the part of the check the check-ins. Because actually, yeah, it does fit in the part to let you know what's going on with me. Because one, like I said, it put me in a mood. Like a different type of mood kind of brought me down. Because, you know, it brought back so many thoughts and feelings about the loss of my baby. Um... But y'all, I'm not going to keep on rambling through because now I'm starting to think and I'm trying to remember <laughs> if I left anything out. But y'all, let me just get on off. Um, it's your girl, Nuke. You already know. Thanks for tuning in to Mama Nuke's podcast. And I hopefully I hear from you guys soon. Well, yeah, I hear from you guys soon with the open discussion. And you guys will hear from me, you know, like always, every Friday, which is next Friday. Bye.